This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Cotrere, information technology expert at New Course Steel in Jackson and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Jeremy Thompson is out today. From phone calls and text messages to emails and social media sites, technology has given us countless ways to connect with others. But along with this convenience comes a whole new set of rules. So today we're going to discuss tech etiquette. Now we want to hear from you, so give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Cotrere. Um, Newport, New Course Steel, IT director, and um, what else? Oh, <laughs> I Lord, got what else? Thrown out this morning. What's Happy today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I do want to um, invite you guys <laughs> to give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Today our topic is tech etiquette and. What is tech etiquette? A lot of people have heard that word, but people don't really understand what tech etiquette is. Well, you know, it, it's just like just like regular etiquette. How do you how do you behave or act or conduct yourself around other people? Well, you know, with tech coming into so many people's hands nowadays, how do you use that responsibly? I think, you know, I think we probably all agree we've got some kind of you know, uh, tech thing that really just irks us and get under my skin. You know, uh, I know, I say, you know, my wife's biggest thing is if we're at the table and if anybody even so much as touches their phone, she's like, put the phone down. So, we're definitely going to talk about those things. We're going to talk about teaching tech manners. A lot of people don't understand manners is a, plays a big part. We teach our children regular manners, but right. we don't teach them tech manners. And believe it or not, that has a lot to do with raising a successful an, an adult. And adults, I see more adults not doing what they're supposed to do with their phones and on Instagram and emails than the children. And they're looking at us as an example. So we need to know what to do so we can teach our children how to, you know, be respectful online and um, etiquette in all of the v- devices. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, they, they do pay attention. I mean, uh, recently my uh, my son got his regular driver's license. My daughter has got her driving permit. Yay. And and when you're doing that, you really – it really opened my eyes even more so as to how much your kids do pay attention. <laughs> and it made me pay attention to my driving because we sit there and say, you know, hey, don't – don't speed, use your turn signal, and all these other kind of things. Well, do we do that? And it's, you know, we can't sit there and tell our kids, hey, put your phone down at the table while we're sitting there, you know, playing solitaire or whatever it is we're playing on the phone at the same exact time. So. We, we talk about your kids uh, emulating you. I have road rage. I've said that before on the air. I am not good as far as behind the wheel. Patience, mm-hmm. I don't have it. Someone's driving too slow and I don't understand why. Yeah. <laughs> I will yell out. My daughter is 14 and she is so funny. I'm not even upset. I'm, we're just driving along and she's like, go, honk, honk them. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I have created this person because when she gets behind the wheel, she's going to act like that. I hate oh, yeah. that. She's going to act just like me because I'm not patient. And she's in a rush, in a hurry. And I tell her, I said, Jordan, if you know you're not late for work, if you don't really have anywhere in particular you're going, just be patient because patience will. Be, it's a difference between life or death, especially behind the wheel. Well, you know what I mean. And and with that, even if you're late, you're late. True. Don't make it a habit, right? You know when it when it happens more than once. But you know, you know, yes. Every now and then you're sitting at the table. Um, you know, last night we have these last couple of weeks have just been in a really good way, hectic at work while there's just stuff going on. You know, we're, we're sitting there eating dinner and I needed to check something because we're in the middle of doing some stuff up at work. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just not making it a habit. Yeah. And we're going to, um, in a, in later in the show, we're definitely going to talk about, is it, um, what is the rule about using your cell phone at the dinner table or at a dinner, um, meeting? 
meetings, um, on a date, um, in the doctor's office or in public, even yeah. on public transportation, should you use your cell phone? Um, and how loud should you talk? Should you text versus Ooh, answer the now phone? You're my, yeah. Now you're hitting some of my pet peeves. We're going to talk about all those. But you know what? Let's first talk about where Jeremy is. <laughs> Jeremy is in Rome, everyone. Rome. He yeah, actually... not, not Rome, Tennessee. <laughs> not Rome, Kentucky. Rome, Italy. Yes, he and his wife are on their one-year anniversary. I'm so proud of them, and congratulations to him. And it's funny, yesterday on um, uh, Money Talks, they were talking about um, uh, investing and um, spending your money wisely. And last mm-hmm. night when I laid down, I thought about Jeremy. I'm like, he ha- he and his wife have been doing some things right. <laughs> yeah. To yep. uh, have one year into their relationship and they go to Rome for their one year anniversary. That is wonderful. So that just made me feel like, okay, I have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. I mean, I was able to afford to walk down to my mailbox, you know. Um, <laughs> we can go to Rome, Tennessee. Yeah. There, see, there we go. <laughs> But no, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. Maybe he'll give us a call later on or looking at all the pictures in Rome. I'm, oh, yeah. Well, I think it's what he's I think he said it's, it's he's sleeping right now. It's two o'clock in the morning right now in Rome. And also, um, I was asking him before he left, make sure you get us some good tech stuff. Talk about what the tech is like in Rome. He yeah. said he's definitely going to bring all that information back. So That'd I'm be glad. awesome. All right. Well, let's get started. Um, of course, we want you to be a part of this conversation. If you have any general tech questions or any tech etiquette questions, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Now, we're going to get started with email etiquette. Ooh, yes. Yes. Definitely a, uh, a hot button there. It is yeah, amazing. No pun intended. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, it is amazing. We all, you know, across ages and everything, everyone seems to be using email and some people, I think, use it very well, but some people have really lost the – we've somehow lost the art of writing. Things really simple as, do you put a clear subject line? I cannot stand it when I get an email and the subject line is, hey. <laughs> okay, hey what? Is he talking hey. to um, us, yeah. Java? Uh, subject lines. Do you use – let's ask someone else. Do you put a subject in the subject line every time you use an email? I'm going to say not every time, but when I do send one to, I guess, somebody that I don't know, uh-huh. I will tell them basically the entire email in the subject line. Oh, is that good? Now, that might be wrong. Not the entire. Well, you know, it's a good. <laughs> well, I think the subject should be, and that's what we're, the subject should not be that lengthy, right? It no, no. Be, I mean, it should just, because think about it. You may have to go back and look through these emails or mm. something else. I mean, and depending on the subject line, especially if it's coming from someone that I don't necessarily know. It's going to really dictate if I'm going to just go ahead and file it in good old file 13 and delete it or if I'm actually going to look at it or if I'm going to send it over to junk because – and, you know, a lot of these spammers will try to actually trick and utilize that subject line to try to get – you know, they'll start it with a RE colon, which is like pretending like you're replying from, from something. Mm-hmm. But that subject line is is meant to kind of give you an idea of what you're kind of getting off into. Like, you know, for example, if, if I received, you know, if – me, you, and Jeremy are kind of emailing back and forth about the show, you know. Um, I've started to yeah. put my, you yeah. know, in the beginning, I did not. I don't know if you noticed that. But <laughs> now I do script for tomorrow or yeah. questions or outline, something right. like that. Right, you know, you know, everyday tech on Tuesday, you know, uh, Wednesday. on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick a different day. Um, <laughs> you know, just something that lets me know what it is so I can actually keep up with it because it, it is. It's really annoying to go through there and go, you know, hey. Okay, well, what, what what message was hey? Were they talking about feeding the horses? What are we talking about here? And now, and then they also talk about proofreading your messages. I know sometimes Ooh, we're in a yeah. hurry. Uh, if you look at my inbox, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to clean it out, but you know, proofreading what you write, and I do that sometimes because I don't want the wrong message to or the wrong, uh, well, the wrong tone to come across. Right. Well, I mean, like I tell a lot of folks, if you can, don't put. Don't fill in the two box until you've reread your message. I don't know how many times people will re- reply with something and something is in there. Um, I tell folks, especially if you're sending something more professional, read it out loud. I tell my kids this. Read it out loud before you send it. It, it, it It's no different than the rules that we used to always follow when we were sending letters. Mm-hmm. Because you got to remember, when you're sending something in a written form, the emotion and everything else, you can't you can't convey that necessarily not that well necessarily mm-hmm. so 
you know, read it back out. Does it sound like you're being a jerk? Mm-hmm. Does it does does your intention come across whenever you hear it? That's the word, they that's the great it? the best word. Does your intention come across? Because with the text and emails, excuse me, those things can be misunderstood so oh, easily. Yeah. And the reason why I read it. I want to make sure what I'm trying to say is actually what I see in front of me. Right. But then we still don't have control of how that recipient's going to receive that. We well, still exactly. don't have control. Yeah, all you can do is just do your best to make sure that what you're saying sounds like what you want it to sound like. Well, let's go to our phone lines. We have our first caller for today. He's from, uh, She's from Houston. It's Linda. Good morning, Linda. Hi, how are you? Doing wonderful. <laughs> Uh, did you just say it's two o'clock in the morning in Rome? Well, don't quote us on that, Jeremy. Yes, oh. last week Jeremy said uh, that he thinks it'll be two o'clock when we do our show at ten. But of course, that that's not no, set in stone. It's five o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, so he could actually call us. Central, Central Europe is seven hours ahead of us. Okay, but he's probably frozen down there because. Europe is having the worst winter weather they've had all this winter down there. It even snowed in Rome. They had oh, trees wow. in, in the Vatican throwing snowballs at each other the other day. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm I'm not laughing at him, but I'm laughing at him. I'm like, he goes to Rome for his one-year anniversary, and he has snow. Oh, yes, let's, yes, I think uh, Wilt is texting him right now. We're going to see. If it's 5 in the afternoon. Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm he, definitely texting oh, him. Yeah, maybe he can call in. Thank you, Linda, for that uh, bit of information. I learned something today. <laughs> All right, Linda. Thank you. All right. We're going to take our second caller. We have uh, uh, Jared on the line. Oh, it's not a call. Okay. Well, we're going to continue our conversation. I, I see that... Um, Someone was talking about capital letters, and that's what we were going to get to next. Oh, the shouting version of of email and text. It says, do not use all caps. That's a no-no, right? Yeah, that that is actually in the... in the tech etiquette world, all caps is considered yelling. It's, it's you know, sometimes some people will use like maybe a word or two. Like whenever I'm writing, stand I'll use out. like a word or two mm-hmm. to make it kind of stand out. But when you send something in all caps, that is actually considered yelling at someone. And then um, it throws some people off because like, for example, if you're in certain data entry fields, they work with a lot of capitals and they'll send an email real quick. And I, I get this as a couple of people up at work that are there. I know they're always typing in caps. And so when they send me a quick note, it's all in caps. And I know they're they're not shouting at me. That's just what they do. That's just what they do. It's just, you know, it's it's a lot easier for them. But, um, yeah, for, for all of us normal folks, typing in all caps is considered pretty rude, actually. Well, before the break, let's talk about using jargons and emojis and slang. I do have a question for you, Jeremy. I have seen. And I, well, good thing I'm not Jeremy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? He must be thinking about us or talking about us because it's ten eighteen, but it's five o'clock there. But um, I've seen, uh, I've received emails with the little emoji, happy faces, and things like that in the professional setting. Is that okay, or is that not professional? I mean, it's to me, I think it's all relative. I think it's who the person is sending it to you and your relationship with that person and things like well, that. Well, you know, and I think that's I think that's a really good way of looking at it. For me personally, you know, there are you know how it is, there are professional conversations and there are just chatting. If I'm sitting there and if I'm sending out a note, if I'm sending over, you know, I I consider myself having a pretty good relationship with my with the bosses and with our management and with supervisors and everything else. And there are times that I will send something a little bit lighthearted. I I like to bring things lighthearted. I, I have a habit of, you know, utilizing a lot of little jokes here and there with things. But then there's times not to do that. And that's something that I think we really need to kind of think about is you know, if I'm shooting a note over really quick, hey, I hope you have a great day, and to put a little smiley face emoji in there, no big deal. If I'm sitting, you know, it's like, hey, we're about to bring the systems down for the rest of the day. You know, I might not LOL, want to send a little, or yeah, yeah, you know, it doesn't fit. It's just like a lot of things. You know, it's no different than in person conversation. There are ways that you would talk to someone in person that if you're standing in the middle of a business meeting or with other people or, you know, in an evaluation kind of setting, but there's probably other times we'll use Kevin, for example. You could probably just pop off into Kevin's office. Mm-hmm kick your feet up a little bit and just have a conversation and it can be more of a friendly conversation. So really it's a situational awareness thing. I I do have this tidbit of advice. He says your email behavior has the potential to sabotage your reputation, both personally and professionally. And that's real important. Well, it is because it can live forever. We say the same thing about pictures and everything else. Mm -hmm. Once you put it on out there, your Mm -hmm. words are there. Somebody else can use them and, 
you know, we see this a lot with, with politicians, with everything else, what they say can really be read wrong. All right. Well, it's time for our first break, but when we return, we'll continue our discussion on tech etiquette. Now, if you have any tech etiquette questions or any general tech questions, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is MPB Think Radio. As donors, we know that MPB makes a difference. Felder on MPB Radio was the catalyst that inspired us to include tea production on our blueberry farm. Our business continues to grow. That's, That's our, our MPB, MPB story. For MPB's Moments of Black History, we salute Vernon F. Damer Sr. Damer was the president of the Forest County chapter of the NAACP. On January 9, 1966, Damer led a voter registration drive. Then, in the early morning hours of January 10th, his Hattiesburg home was firebombed. Damer's family managed to escape, but Damer lost his life. Years later, his widow Ellie was elected election commissioner in the same district where her husband was killed for his voting rights advocacy. This has been MPB's Moments in Black History. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You used to call me on my cell phone Day night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Day night when you need my Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. And today we're discussing tech etiquette. Hence, Hotline Bling. All right. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our text expert, Wilts Couture. Now, to join our conversation or to ask any tech question, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we are going to talk about, guess what? Sell phone etiquette. I slowed it down because I know the phone lines are going to just light up right now when we talk about these issues. Everybody everywhere has encountered that loud person on their cell phone in the doctor's office or just on the street or in a restaurant. Um, My pet peeve is going to restaurants and seeing families or romantic dates, people out on dates, and neither one of them are looking at each other. They're not talking. They're down and they're scrolling and things like that. Yeah, we're whole out table on a table full of folks. We're out on a date. We're supposed to be getting to know each other. To me, dinner, going out, I like to communicate, as people know. So going out or going out even with my daughter, I don't like cell phones at the table. I'm like you. Yeah, that's just like a big, big, big pet peeve. Like I said, I I, I don't really like and And here's the thing, and I'm not going to you know sit there and say that I, I know I don't like it, <laughs> but I am guilty of it at times. And I had to watch myself mm-hmm. because it really does. I think there's a lot to be, you know, we've get addicted to these little devices, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, it is so important. Put it down. But Just guess what? put it down. A lot of families don't even eat dinner at a dinner table together. So going out is when the family actually gets together and they're together eating. Yeah. That is the time when let's talk about, you know, how was your day? And let's talk about anything besides Instagram and uh, Facebook. And I mean, I can go to any store and be stand behind someone. Yesterday I was getting something to eat and the lady was in the line and she was just on her Facebook. I'm like, we are so addicted to yep. Facebook and Instagram. Any downtime we have, we start scrolling. Yeah. Save it for the bathroom. You know, you got a little downtime in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you don't want to have to read everything in the bathroom. <laughs> You don't want to read the toilet paper roll? <laughs> or the just, tub, yeah. right? Yeah. But I remember, um, I think Ezra and I were talking yesterday about books yesterday evening. I used to, oh, my God, I used to go through a novel in a week. Mm-hmm. And I know my life is busier now and everything, but I used to love getting in the tub, reading a good novel. Now my bookshelf is full of the books that I don't even pick up anymore because I have my <laughs> cell phone and I'm scrolling and I'm looking. I'm like, I'm in everyone else's life, but I'm disconnecting from what's most important. 
my yeah. life, my daughter. Uh, so I actually put it down and we talk about her day and what she did today. I start with lunch and did you learn anything today? But yeah. when we talk about uh, cell phone etiquette, let's talk about people handling business or transactions or in a store or in a mall and they're at the counter and they're on their cell phone. That is like an ultimate no-no. Well, I mean, and you know, really think about it. When we, take, when we talk about etiquette, what we're talking about is the appearance of rude is really what's coming into play here. And that is, it's rude. Do your business. If you're checking out, check out. You don't need to, we don't need a picture of you checking out. We don't need to know if we're one of your Facebook friends that you checking. I'm happy for you. You're doing a good job. You're checking out. Now check out. Get out the way so the next person can check out. Thank you. Now you mentioned something and just oh my god, everybody's tweeting and and taking pictures of every transaction or everything they do in their lives. So people can't just do anything anymore. They have to take a picture of it. I'm at Black Panther. I'm at the movies and I get it. I get it. But my goodness. Everything you do, you take a picture of it and you post it. Well, you know, and I, and I love like, you know, y'all listeners have heard me say before, both of my kids are you know involved in a lot. They're involved in band and I usually record a lot of the band stuff. But I've really found that if you're not really careful with your phone, instead of experiencing what's going around you, you're experiencing it through a four or five inch screen. Mm-hmm. And that is not the same as experiencing it. So whenever I, you know, for example, if I'm recording a, a band performance, I'll set the phone up off to the side and let it just record because I want to record it because I want to be able to look at it later, but I want to enjoy it now. You know, that's that's just what's important. And, yeah, I can tell you, too, um, going to, like, concerts and mm. live music venues, like, especially if you're not fortunate enough to be on the front row, you're going to be watching it through somebody else's screen. Yeah. And it used to be just the cell phones. Now people walk in with these humongous iPads. <laughs> And they have the iPads up. And, and just think about it. Say to your point, Will, you're not really just going to want to experience it through your phone or through that screen. And if you th- really, really think about it, be honest with yourself, you're not going back and looking at right. that grainy footage. You're in a smoky club and mm-hmm. you're trying to exactly. watch it through the, through the phone. You know, you're not, and you're yeah. missing it. And you're then, it. and then you say you're posting it for other people to know that you were there, I guess, or whatever. But you made a point, Ajava. I thought that was illegal a long time ago. How you can, I can go on YouTube and look at a whole concert. To your point, a lot of people uh, on the entertainment side, uh, people like Dave Chappelle and uh, other people, they actually have these these lock bags where you cannot take your phone into their performances because they don't want you, you know, stealing their content and recording their content and stuff like that. But uh, it it makes for a better experience, too, because just think about those days where before, just it's on another tangent, before DVR, you had to be at the house to watch something. (laughs) If you weren't there at 7 o'clock, you You don't know when you were going to watch it again. (laughs) You don't know when the rerun was coming on. You you just missed it. Uh But now, you know, in uh, I Need It Now and Go to YouTube Mm -hmm. uh, Mentality. On Demand. Yeah. You can look at anything on demand and find it. And I I guess, you know, with like we talk about a lot on the show with the emergence of technology and how um, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger, it's taken away a part of humanity as well. It's taken a part of communication. Well, yeah. Well, you know, and and exactly. And, you know, it's kind of ironic that we're having this subject today when it's the anniversary for Jeremy and Jeremy's not here. But (laughs) I, I flash back to a year ago whenever he was getting married, one of their. One of their rules of their wedding was no phones out. He said that. He said yeah. that. He wanted no one else. It's like they were taking pictures. They had a photographer there. They would share the pictures with everyone. Everything was going to be there. But him and his wife, him and Faith, did not want anyone taking pictures because they wanted them to be a part of the ceremony. Be there. Be Mentally, there. spiritually, in the whole nine. Yeah. I love and, it. and he said it was just so much more of an experience. And it's like how many of us now would go on a vacation and instead of actually experiencing the vacation, uh-huh. you're experiencing it through a four-inch screen. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm all for pictures. I mean, you know, my wife, me, we love our pictures. We got digital pictures of the kids back to when they were born. And we can, you know, flash back to a lot of memories. But what's really cool, we had the memories also. Exactly. Well, we're going to go back to the phone lines. Uh, We have Bob from the coast. Good morning, Bob. Hey, you guys were talking about cell phone etiquette. Yes. I know you guys were talking about Facebook and that sort of thing. But I have less of a problem with that, with people standing in line, Mm -hmm. than I do with them being in the DMV or (laughs) tax office or so forth and then taking a call and, you know, talking about as loud as they possibly can. 
Thank you. Look, look, I'm glad you I, mentioned I, that, Bob. That is, you know, I really don't care about what they're talking about, but they they want you to hear it. You know, they talk about as loud as they can so that you can hear every single word that they say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been in a doctor's office before and, and quite honestly uh, been uh, held captive in a conversation that I really would have rather not been a part of because. Is that some, not the truth? Oh, my gosh. Some people will talk about stuff and like, you're really talking about this in public? Out loud. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. I heard. Anyway. Yeah. So you, that's it. You know, I mean, people just sometimes they just have no shame whatsoever. Yeah. All right, you guys take care. Thank you, All Bob. right, thank you. Thanks Have a great day. In. And, you know, Bob was so true, and we were going to talk about that in a little bit. We talked about it a little bit. We said, uh, have your tone low. But a lot of people, I don't know if they just haven't been taught or they don't understand how rude that is. We don't want to hear your conversation, and you shouldn't, especially doctor's office, anywhere, any no. public setting. Elevator, you are held. It's like oh I, I mean, me, me, you, and Kevin were talking a little bit earlier. I mean, I kind of made like you know a joke, but you know, I've never been held prisoner, but I have been in a group conversation, <laughs> which is pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes man, you get into an elevator and people are just sitting there and they put it onto speakerphone. Oh my God, and, you know, speakerphone! Oh period. Lord. Let's talk about speakerphone. When not to use speakerphone, I believe never. In public, ever. <laughs> ever. If you're not at home in your house and even at home, if you have someone you're talking to and they may say something that you don't want your children to hear, do not have them on speakerphone. You know, somebody's listening to the show right now. They're blushing right now. They're going, <laughs> I guess I really shouldn't do that. But I mean, but it's true because you never. And, I'm, and laughing, I'm, I'm laughing because my yeah. best friend and I are like sisters. When we talk, she says, you're before. Before we start talking, she says, you're on speakerphone. Uh-huh. And that is a disclaimer to know what I can and cannot say. You're on speakerphone. So yeah. now we know where the conversation should go and should not go. That yeah. is what you should do. Well, it's like, I mean, I, in my office quite a bit, if I'm working on something, if I'm at the, you know, it's very easy for me to reach over. Somebody calls me, I'll hit that speakerphone button. And every now and then I got a couple of teammates that they say, Take me off speaker because uh-huh. they're not exactly the, you know, they, they may, they may be wanting to gripe about something and not everybody needs to hear that conversation. No, and, especially in work settings, being professional settings, um, you have to be mindful of those things. Um, no one. And like, or even around here, I can say that the people, my coworkers, the people I work with, we are very mindful of, um, being on the phone and things like that. But yesterday, Java came to my office. He, he knew I was going to bring it up. <clears throat> he came to my office and he commented on something I was talking about <laughs> earlier on the phone. And I said, oh, how did you know? He said, well, you talk loud. And I'm like, oh, my God. But we have offices with doors, but these are, I mean, I think it's sheetrock or paper. But it's, it's, not, <laughs> paper. it's not really thick. College so ruled. you can hear everything. So when you're on the phone talking to a guest or trying to uh, set up a guest to come in, oh, you're, Kevin knows who's going to be on my show before I can. <laughs> Yeah, before you tell anybody else. Which is great. You know, and like I said, we don't have any secrets around here. But sometimes I feel like I don't want to step on anybody's toes. We are all working. And I don't want to be too loud. So I'm sometimes mindful. And I thought about that yesterday, Java, actually. I said, should I go outside sometimes? Because when I'm talking to certain people, I need to elevate my voice. Right. I need to be louder. So maybe I should go outside in the courtyard and talk to some of my um, potential guests instead of being inside the office. Or on certain subjects. Too. I mean, like I said, that's not, you know, um, I work with one uh, gentleman and he is very much on not, you know, not other people hearing his conversation. So he'll do that a lot. He will, if he's around there, if he gets a cell phone call, he gets any kind of call, he will step away. Well, that's um, and that's just, and that's just something, you know, I always notice is like, yeah, at first I was like, you know, that's actually pretty dang considerate. And it's, some people may take it to where he's being, you know, acting funny or something, but what, what's, what's so secret? Secretive, well, but, you know, because we are. A lot of people are kind of nosy, too. People like to know each other's business. And, uh-huh. and really, I don't really care what anybody else's business is. I have enough of my own business mm-hmm, to try to keep mm-hmm. up with. That keeps me hopping. Yeah. Well, it's time for another quick break. But when we get back, we'll continue our discussion on tech etiquette. Now, what are your thoughts? We want to hear from you. Phone lines are open, so give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio.
MPB's digital media workshop for high school students was amazing. I learned new skills and now I'm pursuing a career in film production. That's my MPB story. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MVB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our technology expert, Wilt Couture, IT expert at Nucor Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Now, if you're just tuning in, today's topic is tech etiquette. Now, to be a part of this conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or of course, you can email the show to Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. So, and I am here on my phone watching for the email. <laughs> you I'm, I'm are working, yes. So, like we since we talked about we talked about email etiquette, cell phone etiquette. Now, before we get into social media etiquette, that's a big one. You wanted to piggyback and go back and talk about ringers, phone. Ringers. <laughs> yes. I, I'm i trying to figure out how to say it without Java having to hit the bleep bleep button or anything <laughs> there. But when you're in somewhere, I mean, I go to, you know, like my kids' music concerts. Oh, you're in a yes. meeting. You're a play, in a play. Theater. You're at the theater. You're at the live theater. Bro, anything. Yeah. And, and what really gets me is the people, you know, it, so if you know, be mindful of your ringer. Be mindful of your ringer light. volume, the light. Because something that I've kind of noticed, and this, this is what, just a little insight, this happens on, on Android, it happens on iPhones. If the phone is ringing, you can hit one of your buttons and it will mute it. Mm-hmm. I've always been amazed by the people who, it's ringing, you're in the middle of a meeting, it shouldn't have been on in the first place, and they're going to sit there and stare at it, say, huh, what am I going to yeah, do? Yeah, just and hit let the it keep side. Up. Just hit the side button. But you know what? Just, iPhone for dummies, they don't know. They yeah. don't know that you can hit that. You need hit, to... hit one of the buttons, <laughs> you hit a volume up button, volume down and button, or the power the button, it ain't going to turn anything off. It'll just stop it from ringing. It won't dump them. No. It won't, you know, I learned that a long time ago, so I do that a lot, yeah, even because, with my vibrate. I just don't even want it to vibrate anymore. I hit the button and it stops vibrating, but it's still ringing. Exactly. I mean, you know, because nothing's worse. Than, you know, I'm um, I'm also a member of Toastmasters. Okay. And so, you know, we have a lot of folks, you know, whenever people are giving a speech or something else, somebody's up there trying to perform, trying to do this, that, and the other, and then the phone rings in the middle of it. You know how that is. If the phone rings while you're in the middle, it just, it distracts you and it's really a bad distraction. It does. So. It does. And sometimes I get it. You didn't know. You thought, you know, you cut right. it off. But sometimes I'm like, why didn't you just have that forethought to check? You knew you were going to this function. You knew you're walking in. Turn your cell phone. To, yeah, you know. To silent. I knew walking into the studio today, we're going to be on air. I set my watch to mute and I set my phone to silent. Your phone is always on silent. Wilt, yep. you never answer. Okay, that's another show. <laughs> well, that's next true. Week. That's a whole different one. That's I do not next answer. week. Wilt Contreras does not answer his cell phone or respond to emails. But I Ooh. do text. <laughs> we're going to go back to the phone lines and go to Highway 90 and speak with uh, Ted. Good morning, Ted. Hey. Hey, good hey, morning. Yeah, y'all were just um, talking about the issue of, of um, not speaking loudly on the phone when you're in a group of people. See, I, I have a different kind of problem. As you can tell, my voice is sort of in a lower register. Yes, you have a nice voice. <laughs> when my wife calls me, and I, I'm very aware that I'm around other people when I'm answering the phone, so I try to keep my voice down because I don't really want to broadcast my business to the world. And constantly, not just her, but people all the time say, I can't hear you. You're going to have to speak up. Yeah, and yeah. I find myself shouting into my phone in the middle of a crowd of people. And uh, so, you know, it's a different kind of an issue when, when you know, you actually are aware of the, of the problem and trying to um, be sensitive. So it's almost like I just have to say, hang on, let me go see if I can find a private spot somewhere. You know, it's difficult. Yeah, but but, but the big thing, I think, you and you uh, you pointed it out very well there, the biggest thing is being aware Mm-hmm. And knowing, I know that I have a tendency whenever I'm talking on a phone, this is one reason I don't answer a lot, is I have a tendency of being very loud. Mm. Um, it, it's just one of those, people can just kind of hear it naturally, and I have to be very mindful of that. It mm. just, my voice I, it will carry sometimes. Well, Ted, maybe you would be the guy that, like a Wilt's coworker, you may have to go outside before you even answer your phone, go to a, a, a place without people. I know you can't do well, that no, all Ted, the time. But, you know, that that is not always uh, possible or right. convenient. Oh know. yeah. So a lot of times I'm I'm like your buddy there. I you know I just let it go to voicemail and and um, you know say send me a text or or I'll call you back when I can 
you know, find a, yep. a convenient place to do it. The but wives don't the, the wives don't appreciate that aspect, though. I better answer <laughs> no, for my wife. Right. He's supposed to be answering the phone. <laughs> so, you know, I just thought there's a different angle on what you were talking about because sometimes you try to speak lower and just can't be heard. Yeah. And, yeah. And the phones vary on that too. Sometimes I have to cut my cup my hand around the right. the little hole on the phone where the voice picks up, you know, because it's just the way it's designed. Well, yeah. Thank you, Ted, for that comment. You are All probably right. uh, with a lot of people around shaking their heads saying, I have that same problem. <laughs> thank you for listening, okay? All right. All Y'all right. Have a good day. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, we're going to go to uh, Near Meridian. Not Meridian, but Near Meridian. <laughs> Speak with uh, Kenneth. I've been Near Meridian a few times myself. <laughs> good morning, Kenneth. Good morning. Uh, yes, I had uh, my biggest pet peeve is movie theaters with phones. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> Especially with the screens lighting up right just before the movie starts. And the only thing you see is that white screen in your face. <laughs> and, yeah, it just throws your vision off because, of course, it's going to be bright and blaring. And mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, my, yes. My main thing I do usually when I get out of there to go into the movie theater, I usually just put my, turn my phone off, put it in the car, mm-hmm. go in and watch the movie. That's a good, you know, you you made a very good point, Kenneth. A lot of people don't want to be disattached to that phone. They cannot think about leaving it in the car. Yeah, the electronic but, leash. <laughs> but you, yeah. I like that. Yeah. But you are right, Kenneth. Just yeah. cut it off or just leave it in the car. You're going to a movie, it'll be, what, an hour, hour and a half at the most, two hours? Two yeah. hours off. Yes. Anyway. Leave it in the car. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let people know. Send messages out to friends you want to. To let them know that you're in a movie, yeah. that you're not got the phone with you, that you will respond back when you get back. And yeah. like you said, your children, your parents maybe, and your significant other, those three main people that can't really count in your life, everyone else can wait. But, you know, let mm-hmm. your children know where you are and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Two hours or tops, I'm going to a movie. I'll call you back when I get out. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, point. Yeah, simple as that. All yeah. right. Well, thank you, Kenneth, for listening. Okay, thanks. All right, all right. All right, next we're going to move on to Jackson County, and that's Diana. Good morning, Diana. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Wonderful. You I wanted co- to make a comment on the speakers, when and when not to use speakerphones. Okay. I am a 911 dispatcher. <laughs> the hardest thing to do to talk to somebody is when they are on speakerphone and we are trying to get them assistance. We can't understand them. Oh, yeah. To be on speakerphone is when you're calling 911. <laughs> there's so much background noise, you, you know. And so that that's just. I just thought I'd throw that out there since we were already speaking on, you know, about when it is appropriate to have speakerphone and, and not to use speakerphone. That is one of the times that you should not use speakerphone is when you're speaking with emergency services. And you heard that from the horse's mouth. You work with a 911 company, and like you said, that is very important. The information that they're giving you, you need to hear them clearly. Exactly. Yeah, and it it really does become a safety issue at that particular point. So how we're using our technology is important. Now, Now, there are cases where we ask you to put us on speakerphone, if you're on the phone with Acadian or AMR and they are trying to give you CPR instructions, yes, you need to have the phone on speakerphone as loud as you can, as close as you can, so you can hear the CPR instructions and correctly do it. But on most cases, when you call 911, it's not a really good time to have it on speakerphone, especially if you're in a crowd of people trying to let us know if there's people fighting or I- I- anything like that. Now, if you're in your car driving and you're on speakerphone, I mean, you should just Use your head when it's, if it's a loud environment, you shouldn't be on speakerphone with emergency services. Right. Well, uh, Diana, I think you you highlighted the biggest thing there. Use your head. Yes. Use your head. That is so important. Thank you, Diana. That's from Jackson County. I like that advice. We're going to move on to uh, Hudson. Good morning, Hudson. You have a question or comment for us. Hi, how's it going, guys? Doing wonderful. Uh, fantastic. It's more. It's more like a comment. Like I'm a young. I'm a young guy, and I love having my custom ringtones on my phone. <laughs> I know I'm around older people, and they, certain like certain friends, they have like certain ringtones that are I'll say uh, inappropriate, say inappropriate mm-hmm. language, stuff yes. like that. So kind of to get around that, uh, what I found to do is just to have ringtones like a favorite 
uh, child's television show or something like that. So where it's kind of a way to have a custom ringtone where it was no longer really offend anyone. They hear like, oh, the Flintstones playing or the Jets or something like that. That's when the old folk are calling you when the Flintstones come on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and but you bring up a great point. I hadn't even thought about that. You know, what, what that ringtone is. Mm-hmm. Can you know? If you're 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 right, man. That's that's a great point. That's a great point. And I know people. I'm old, so I get offended when I do hear certain <clears throat> um, ringtones. I'm like, really? Are they really playing that? And that's it's just I, oh, I'm, I've heard some of some language. I mean, think about where that phone could ring. It could be like little kids on out there. Yes. And, you know, I mean, I understand we're all adults and all that kind of <laughs> stuff, but I mean, at the same time, you never know what other ears are out there. Exactly. So be mindful of. Thank you for that call. Thank you very much. Comment, Hudson. Uh, be mindful of your ringtones, young people and and older people. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have some older people who have the craziest ringtones. They're like, really? <laughs> you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna have that phone say that right here and right now. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take our last break. Um, but when we get back, we're gonna continue our discussion on tech. Etiquette. Now, to be a part of this conversation, give us a call at 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 1 877 672 7464. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. I listen to MPB a lot. I learned the symptoms of a female heart attack from Southern Remedy, and it helped me to save a co-worker's life. That's my MPB story. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our technology expert, Wilts Kutrayer. And today we're discussing tech etiquette. Now, we've talked about um, email etiquette. We've talked about cell phone etiquette. we got a lot of calls on cell phone etiquette because there are a lot of things that people do on their cell phones that people just think are just plain rude. Yep. And you think people would know these things, but maybe we need to have a tech etiquette class. Hey, that'd be an idea. Yes. We got an email from uh, one of our listeners as well, kind of reminded folks that sometimes whenever you are talking on the phone, the different cases that you use, such as like those life-proof waterproof cases, mm. they can affect how people hear you on the phone. So something to think about is what accessories are you utilizing that could actually be hindering your voice. Okay. Uh, so something to think about. I, just wanted, I wanted to kind of throw that one on in there really quick because that was a great tip that yeah. they sent in. Well, if you want to be a part of this conversation, we have some <laughs> open phone lines. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. Or, of course, like he just said, you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we have a couple more phone calls on the phone, on the line. Uh, we're going to jump to Port Gibson and speak with Linda. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Hi. You have a question Hi. or comment this morning? Yes, I have a comment about um, phone etiquette. Okay. Uh, mainly the speaker. Um, if someone calls you, uh, make sure that your speaker is working properly before you put them on speak. Because sometimes the uh, uh, by you putting a person on speaker, it's distorted. Yeah. Yep. And not only that, it's choppy, and then you proceed to talk. I can't understand you. And it bothers you. I know it's like irking. Like oh, it really me off is. Speakerphone. <laughs> it is, especially they, you know, if you have that. Yeah. And then they call you all the time like that, and, and you just. Well, you, well, Linda, guess what you need to do? That that friend that calls you on and you and puts you on speakerphone all the time, you need to mm-hmm. call that person and say, "Can you stop talking to me on speakerphone?" It's simple as that. You're just gonna have to nip it in yep. the butt. <laughs> and then the ring comes. I I try to stick to just. A normal phone ring, but these strange ringtones that are loud and some of them are rude and public places. I, I, I can't deal with that. 
And you think about it. Are we teaching our kids that that is not acceptable? Um, They're going to get jobs. They're going to go to college. They're going to, you know, grow up in life. And we need to let our children know there are certain things you don't need to do. And having um, vulgar language and having certain songs on your ringtone, your phone is going to ring. So don't have that on there. Yeah, some people kind of start getting it confused with just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. I like that. That's the next title of your new book. Yeah, I like that. Just Say it again. You can doesn't mean you should. I like now. I may don't use take that, that for a title. Hold I know. On, he's going to write that down. Now, that's a disclaimer. No one else can use that. No, don't say it again, okay? We're going to go back. <laughs> Thank you, Linda, for that comment. Uh, you are correct. But don't forget to call your friend and tell her to stop calling you on speakerphone, okay? We're going to go to my friend, Mikey. Good morning, Mikey. Hi, good morning. I'm going to be quick. We're running out of time, um, uh, which is uh, pertinent to my um, comment. Um Somebody that when somebody not only gets a, breaks in line and says, "Give me a price check," and then there, you know, when you you are in a conversation with the the clerk, the sales, you know, person, and um, and they just, you know, like I said, break, give me a price check, you know, it's like like you're not even there, and then the. Uh, <laughs> Well, they just, whatever. Um, uh, they yakada yakada on the cell phone mm-hmm. at the same time. They don't even, you know, wait for the answer. Everybody else is held up. You are correct. Uh, we talked about that earlier. I'm glad you made that point. Don't use your cell phone if you're doing a transaction. If you're in a mall or if you're in a store, handle your business. Get off the phone. Simple as that. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey, for that comment. We're going to move on to Jackson County and speak with James. I like what you're going to talk about, James. Good morning, James. How you doing? Um, I'm doing well. How are you this morning? Doing well. I like your comment. Uh, we didn't talk about that earlier in the show, but that was one of my points I forgot to make. Yes. I was kind of hoping that uh, you guys would uh, have another a continuation of this show because there's just so much. I, I'm actually probably breaking some of these etiquette rules and talking on the phone. And we all are. And I'm, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm running around trying to get the day started uh, at the business here, but uh, I just happened to catch a little bit off it going to and from somewhere, and I, I missed some of it. And I, so I, I don't, I don't want to make any double comments. I'm going to listen to uh, on, on the app. I'm going to listen to the show over. But I was hoping that you guys would have a continued conversation, especially about phone etiquette, uh, and I know there's a lot of talk about the use of technology, mm-hmm. uh, so we also probably need to address Internet etiquette as far as how people interact in social media and how people respond and perceive things online, too. You are. So, thank you. You know, James, we were just talking about that in the break. We actually have a whole spill left over about social media etiquette and video chatting etiquette. And people don't understand video chatting. We're talking about um, meetings online. How do you yes. perceive? How do you go into that? And what are the rules for that? So we could actually uh, have another show, a whole entire show on just social media etiquette and video chat etiquette. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, it really does. I think that's just really something that we forget about a lot. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you mentioned the video etiquette thing. Um, you know, I mean, like we mentioned, I mean, not only am I taking classes, but I also teach classes mm-hmm. and a portion of the teaching part is I, I do bring the students on and have them do an online, we do an online session together because I think it is important for people to realize there are certain things that you do when you're doing an online mm-hmm. uh, interaction like that, that we may not think about. And, and it's one of those, I guess I say, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's just so important to kind of point some of these things out to make sure that people do just think about it. Because you may not think about the fact of, oh, I didn't think I was bothering anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, James, thank you for that comment. And to your, um, with your advice, we're going to actually do that. I'm going to make another show about this topic where we're going to specifically talk about uh, social media etiquette and video chat etiquette. Thank you for calling and listening. Thank All you. right. Um, so, just a little bit we're talk about we were talking about social media etiquette and and how important it is to have a positive social media presence online and we only have a few minutes left so we're not going to dive into this um deeply but we do we talk about this a lot on the show how important it is to teach our young people that what you put out there stays out there and, well and and, i think as old mm-hmm. folks need to remember that too <laughs> true um, and we said it earlier when we first started the show 
our children do what we do. So yep. if we're on the phone at dinner, if we're scrolling, or if we're always on our phone, that's what your children do. And exactly. I don't think it's anything wrong with it because my mom has done it since I was alive, you know? Yeah. Or if you get online and you're going to sit there and argue with people back and forth and you're hmm. a keyboard warrior, well, what are your kids seeing? I mean, I'm friends with my kids on social media as well. Now, I mean, I, I use mine basically for talking about tech stuff and I like to put jokes on out there because I'm, I'm, I really hate getting bogged down and, you know, I, I don't like to do arguments. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty opinionated mm-hmm. and I just rather not argue with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but, but again, that's that example that we're kind of putting on out there. And it's also, it's how we interacting with our friends and family as mm-hmm. well. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how many times I've heard from people. It's like, well, yeah, you know, my sister unfriended me or my brother or my mama unfriended me. It's like, Really? Is it that serious? I mean, did they unfriend you or did they go away? Because guess what? They're still here. You can yeah. actually go to their house and you can sit down on their couch and you can talk to them. So they're not gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, my daughter, she won't let me follow her. And I said, why? <laughs> I, I know I talked about this earlier in the year. My daughter will not let me follow her. I made one mistake and I commented how sweet she looked and how precious she was. Oh, and yeah. Social faux pas. She said, no, never again. So I'm like, Jordan, please let me. She's like, no, no. Well, it's like, I mean, you know, me and my brother-in-law, I get along great with him. I love the guy, but we have very differing opinions on certain things. So just kind of out of that, we just don't end up following each other. And it's not that, you know, it's not like that. There's there's no bad blood between us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you love, love him, love him to death, <laughs> love it every time we get together. He is a great guy, but we just have differing opinions and, you know, it's, it's not worth a headache. Exactly. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today on Everyday Tech. If you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or you can subscribe to our podcast. Java Chapman was our board operator. And our phone screener was Lori Thompson. For Wilt Cotrere, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick DeShazo and join us next week at 10 for more everyday tech only on MPB Think Radio.